Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Good morning, church. It's such a joy and an honor to bring God's word to you. I find it such a joy to minister God's word to each and every one of you that's watching today. I believe today is your moment of destiny. I believe this is a moment where God wants to tender your heart to know who this great and mighty God is. And I'm going to share about the greatness of God and the kindness of this King. Every year towards the end of the year, I ask the Lord God, what is it that you want me to know about you? And what is the word for the next year? And every year the Lord gives me a personal word and that helps me prepare better for the next year. And alongside the more and more I get to know about this God, I also get to see that his nature influences who I am. And if you are one person that's been asking the Lord, God, I do not know you. I just want you to know today is a day that you're going to understand the greatness of this wonderful God. And uh, every year, uh, as I get to know Jesus as King and Jesus as Lord, I've seen my boldness, my courage increasing and my nature changing. The way that I respond to things also changes. And I want you to know, if you are one person that has been asking the Lord, Lord, I don't have boldness, I don't have courage. I want you to know that God wants to give you boldness and courage. So I want to bring to your notice uh, a scripture that has been so dear to my heart uh, in helping me understand the greatness of God. And that's from Isaiah chapter 40. And I'm going to read certain verses to you. Uh, there are some some verses or quite a few verses that talks about Jesus as king. But one of the verses that I want to bring to your notice is First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 15. And few others that are mentioned in Revelation chapter 17, Revelation chapter 19 that talks about Jesus as a sovereign God, King of kings, Lord of lords. But there's this dear passage, a passage that I really love uh, that's mentioned in Isaiah 40. And I'm going to read out those scriptures. Uh, from verse 10 onwards, behold, the Lord God will come with might, with his arm ruling for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arms, he will gather the lambs and carry them in his bosom. He will gently lead those that have young. In this scripture, it shows that he is a great and mighty God, but also he mentions about him being a shepherd. Not only is he mighty, but he's also a shepherd that will carry you. If you are someone that's been wondering, God, I do not have the strength to go forward. I want you to know as much as he's a mighty God, which we're going to see soon, but he also wants to carry you and gently lead you into the paths that he has for you. The next verse in verse 12, it says, who, if you're a person who imagines like me, I want you to keep your imagination wide open. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, of his hand and marked off the heavens by the span? You know, if you can think of this God, he measures all. Can you think of all the water bodies? Uh, I mean, all everything in heaven and in earth all measured up in the hollow of God's hand. And it says that he measures the heavens in the span of his hand. And the next verse says, he calculates the dust of the earth by the measure and weighs the mountains in a balance and hills in a pair of scales. Wow, this God is mighty. And the next verse, who has directed the spirit of the Lord or his or as his counselor has informed him, with whom did he consult and who gave him understanding, who taught him in the path of justice and taught him knowledge, informed him of the way of understanding. Have you ever wondered 
which school did go god go to who gave him this understanding who gave him this knowledge i mean wh- how come he knows everything he 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 seems to be knowing everything he seems to be guiding people have you ever wondered who gives him counsel this is what isaiah is trying to remind us he is an all knowing all powerful wonderful powerful mighty god and the next verse says behold guys watch out see nations are like a drop from a bucket 200 plus nations in this world a drop in the bucket and are regarded as a speck of dust on the scales behold he lifts up the islands like fine dust and i want us to go back go to uh, verse 21 It says, do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to you from the beginning? Now God is trying to tell us, Israel, can I've, I've been trying to tell you from the beginning. I've been trying to communicate to you from the beginning. I hope you get this by now. Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth. So God zooms out and he's trying to tell us that everything on earth is like grasshoppers. That's what the next verse says. And its inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. The next verse, if you're someone who's Uh, afraid you know of authorities or probably or afraid of uh, people that threaten you i want you to listen carefully to this to this next verse it says it is he who reduces rulers to nothing who makes the judges of the earth meaningless scarcely have they been planted scarcely have they been sown scarcely have they ha- has their stock taken root in the earth but he merely blows them guys all through the scriptures i want you to do I want you to know that God has proven himself that he has fought the battles for Israel even when they left Egypt and they were going into the promised land we see this beautiful story where they came in front of the Red Sea and God blew his wind and it parts and then they cross over and then he puts the waters back into place and then the enemies are drowned in that water what a ma- mighty god and what a powerful god and not just that god continues to fight the battles for uh, israel and i have been amazed by this beautiful story where god is sitting from heaven when they felt that they were outnumbered many a times they felt that the other the enemies the people on the other side were more than them they didn't they didn't feel qualified to even fight those battles at that point there's this illustration or there's this story where in in the scriptures where it says god plays marbles or he throws hailstones from heaven and which god would make the sun stand still so that the people can win the battles and scripture says in romans chapter 8 and verse 31 if god is for you who can be against you i want you to know church that god is fighting your battles you don't have to be afraid of your circumstances you don't have to be afraid of your situations because this mighty god this great god is for you and we i want to read on uh, in the next verse it says lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these stars the one who leads forth their ho- uh, their host by number he calls them all by name because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power not one of them is missing i love gazing out of my window 
and looking out at the stars i've tried counting them but i fail miserably and i've tried to name some of them from what i've learned at school but i think i've hardly probably uh, been able to identify one or two but this scripture says god calls every star by name and not even one of it is missing can you imagine the greatness of this god that you know or you serve can you imagine that you know nothing goes missing and so why would we think that things are missing in our life and that's what god is reminding in verse 27 he says why do you say o jacob and assert o israel why do you say my people my way is hidden from the lord and the justice that is due to me escapes the notice of my god why god is asking us having known this greatness that i hold everything that i keep everything in place how can you say that i am not paying attention to your needs how can you say that i that you justice for you will not come to you i want you to remember luke chapter 18 verse 7 and 8 says that god is a god of justice and that he will bring justice to his elect his chosen one you are his chosen one and he will bring it quickly and it's not like you know after a while but it's it, the scripture says that he will bring it quickly and i want you to know that the next couple of verses the last few verses of isaiah 40 says that god is constantly working he does not grow weary he does not grow tired unlike some of us that have been probably young and vibrant i mean god does not grow tired he is still creating he is still working into your situation and he says don't worry i will give you strength last week there was a situation that happened where a, a family called me up and said uh, uh, asked for prayers and uh, they shared a wonderful testimony every year they, so they have been going through a debt they have had financial loans and probably some of you might be like them where you ended up in a situation in a financial crisis because of your parents uh, foolishness or maybe their choices or maybe you made some mistakes if you made them some mistake don't worry ask the lord for forgiveness and move on the lord can come through for you and i want to mention this story out because i'm sure this will this will encourage some of you so they called me last week so before they called me i was asking the lord lord shall i just call them and pray with them and the lord said no because if you pray you're going to pray that their land will be sold so they've been wanting to sell a land so that they can clear off these loans and um, Uh, so as soon as i heard that i said okay god that's good and uh, the next day they they called me up and or they sent me a text about a miracle that has happened so they were also praying that they would be able to sell the land but that day the lord said stop keeping me in a box putting me in a box do not limit my power and so they said okay god we don't want to mention that this is the way that you need to work they said god have your way do your supernatural thing in our lives the next day as they were giving thanks for the food that was before them they prayed and they declared that god's supernatural supernatural provisions will come through for them and within few hours someone that that they least expected calls them up and tell writes down a check for them and tells them to use it for whatever they need to use it for and they were able to clear up their loan three fourth of their loans within and and i'm not talking a few thousands i'm talking of big amounts and they were able to clear off that loan and remain in peace and god reminds us in the scripture that i am a mighty god i am able to come through for you that's why jesus said do not worry about tomorrow if the lord who is the creator of the ends of the earth can take care of the birds can take care of the flowers will he not come through for you and so father right now i want to pray for everyone 
that is watching if there's anyone that's struggling with financial situations i ask in the name of jesus uh, you will release that finances ithoraba khandre into their lives in jesus mighty name father let those miracles father this testimony is a sign that you are able to come through for every financial loan or, or debt that your children are into father let them be freed up let that weight be off their shoulders right now and i thank you great and mighty god that you are you are able to come through for them in this situation in Jesus name i pray amen so i want you to be reminded that our god he's not just a creator of the ends of the earth but he's able to come through for your situation we saw that god is a great and mighty god but the other aspect that i want to bring to your notice is that god is also a kind god he's a tender father he's a, he his love is forever that's what scriptures remind all through the psalms you can find that his love is forever his loving kindness is forever what is kindness i want to bring this definition to you it is the quality of being friendly generous being considerate to someone even when they do not deserve it or qualify and it is based not because of the other person but is based because of who you are because you want to honor because you want to give respect to the other person because you want to value the other person that is how god is towards us all through the scriptures even starting from genesis i have been blown away by the kindness of god if you can see uh, what god did when he created man uh, adam and eve and placed them in the garden it is the kindness of god that lavished everything that they had required to live well on earth and then it, when they fell in genesis chapter 3 verse 20, 21 i was blown away when i saw the scripture it says the lord god made garments of skin for adam and eve and he clothed them can you imagine this god who is such a great and mighty god he i'm sure that he had to probably sacrifice some animals because it says that he made garments of skin and he clothed them it was okay and perfectly right for a god who is a just god to uh, get them to get to punish them and for them to face the consequences of the sin but when he was planning to send them away from the garden for the good reason that he had for the great for the just nature that he had he made sure that they were clothed with the garments of skin and that is the kindness of god and if you keep go- looking forward into the scriptures in genesis chapter 4 it is the kindness of god that reaches out to cain and warns him that cain if you do not watch over your heart you're going to end up in trouble i believe even in scriptures uh, i think it is yeah in psalm 141 and verse 5 it says let the righteous smite me in kindness and reprove me it is oil upon the head do not let my head refuse it i believe that it is the kindness of god that reaches out to us to correct us to bring us back to his plans to bring us back to his purposes i believe that if we do not pay attention to that nudging or even through others it can be through people around us that god would warn us and tell us do not go in, into that way it is the kindness of god if cain had listened to that instruction and had watched over his heart i am sure he would have been in the center of god's will and he would have enjoyed the blessings of god i am urging you please listen to the instructions of god because in hebrews chapter 12 god says that he loves people and because he loves his children he brings in discipline and he brings in correction do not look 
at correction as something that is evil but look at it as a kindness of god because he loves you he wants you to walk into his blessings because he loves you he wants to make sure that you do not miss his beautiful plan for your life because he's a great and mighty god he has created you with a purpose and because he wants to make sure that you enjoy the greatness the beauty the wonderful plan that god has for you that is why he brings correction into your life and that is the kindness of god all through the scriptures this kindness reaches out to his people you see the israelites they were walking through the wilderness they were grumbling they were complaining they were murmuring but look at the kindness of god i would constantly go after them and bless them and shower food and give them water and make sure that they were protected everywhere god's kindness is revealed In 1 Samuel chapter 8 and verse uh, 7 and 9 7 to 9 we see that the Israelites even reject God as their king and they ask because the other nations had a king they asked for a king and look, can you imagine the heart of God when he heard that but he goes out and tells Samuel don't worry they haven't rejected your leadership but they have rejected me as their king and god continues to protect the israelites god continues to fight their battles can you see the kindness of god in every scripture even though they did not deserve it with all that they did god still pursues after the israelites and we might think it might be just for the chosen people the ones that god loves but if you look at the story of jonah god extends his mercy even to other nations the nation of uh, the, the city of nineveh that was atrocious in all their kinds their acts their whatever they did god still decides to be merciful to be kind to the people of Nineveh and he extends his salvation to them and not that, just that i love the scripture in leviticus chapter 19 verse 9 and 10 when god gives the laws to israel he tells them okay guys i want you to know that i am the lord who blesses you okay so when you have a harvest just make sure that you remember the people in in your land the strangers in your land so when you gather when you glean just make sure you leave the corners of your field for those that are strangers and aliens and needy in the land why would god extend his kindness to the people around he was instructing the israelites be like me i am kind and i want you to remember that you need to be kind to those that are undeserving and that is what god wants us to remember if you if you see the story this law decides to bring ruth into the picture ruth was a, a woman from moab and she comes into the field of boaz because he's following this instruction from god to be kind to the needy and we know the story that Ruth and Boaz end up becoming the grand great grandparents of David and David was a man who pursued after God's own heart he followed the instructions so he was so mad in love with this great and mighty king and he also he not just knew about the greatness of God but he also understood the kindness of God and that is why when he sinned when he committed his sin he was able to tap in into that kindness of God and ask God for his forgiveness and to keep moving on and keep loving the lord if you are a person who has made a mistake who has committed a sin i want to encourage you please do not wallow around that sin like david pursue after the kindness of god repent the bible says in first john chapter 1 and verse 9 if you confess your sin he is faithful and he is just to forgive you your sins and to also help you out of your weaknesses
I want you to know that God is a kind God. As we know that Jesus also comes out of the lineage of David. It is this kindness, the law that was put to include the other people that even allowed Jesus to come out of that lineage of David. And we know in scriptures, in Romans chapter 2 verse 4, it says, it is the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. People of God, I want you to know, it is the kindness of God that decided to send his only begotten son, Jesus, for our salvation. And in Titus chapter 3, verse 4 to 6, it is very clear. It's not because of our deeds. It's not because of our works. But it is the kindness of God that causes us to know Jesus and to have an eternal life with him. Having known the kindness of God, what do we have to do? In Luke chapter 6 and verse 35, I want us to read that and to understand. God is kind to the ungrateful and evil. Like the sons of the Most High, the sons of the Most, the great, mighty, kind God, He tells us, be kind and love your enemies. Of course, your enemies are undeserving, right? And your enemies are not people that you really want to love. And it says, do good, lend, expecting nothing in return. That is the heart of God. And I'm sure you are like me saying that I don't know I can do this, whether I can do this. I don't think I can love my enemies. I don't think I can love those people that, you know, I cannot benefit from. If you are thinking so, I just want you to know that is so true. And that is why the Bible says in uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all of this is a fruit of the Spirit. And so you might ask me, how do I bear this fruit of the Spirit? And if you're trying to do it in your strength, I want you to know you cannot do it. Why? Because in John chapter 15, verse 5, Jesus says, I am the wine, you are the branches. If you abide in me, and if I abide in you, you will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you cannot do anything. I want to assure you, you can try to do all these good deeds, try to be kind, try to love people that are unlovable, you might fail. I have failed miserably. But I want you to know the more and more, what does it mean to abide with Jesus? Abiding means to remain, to walk, to go alongside. By which I want you to know the Holy Spirit, if it's a fruit of the Spirit, you're you're going to bear the fruit of the Spirit, of which one of it is kindness, you need to walk with the Holy Spirit. He will tell you what to do. In this year, in this past one year, where the Lord has asked me to focus on this kindness of God, on this nature of God, there are a couple of things the Lord has given me as practical tips. And I want to mention just three aspects. Be kind in your words. When was the last time that we appreciated our mother for her cooking? Or probably your spouse? I mean, that's awesome. That is wonderful. I mean, you're doing pretty well. When was the last time that we told our dad? that we are grateful for the way that he's working hard, for the way that he's providing for us. When was the last time that we appreciated our colleagues, our friends, our family? I feel it's unfair to wait till they are dead to speak good words. I feel that is so miserable. But I feel it's so important that we give kind words while they are alive. Secondly, be kind in your actions or in your deeds. Probably you might be driving your car and you're uh, rushing off to some place. Can we just stop for that mother and daughter who's trying to cross the road? Or probably you're going shopping and you see an elderly person who's carrying some heavy 
Lord, can you please help? Can you can we extend our hand to be a helping hand to that elderly person? When was the last time that we showed kindness to our family and we helped our mom to clean, to sweep, to mop? She's been working day and night. When was the last time that we were patient or kind to our dad to explain these new technologies where he's been waiting? I've been able to spend time over the past few months with my parents and the lord has been constantly probing me to be kind to my parents and to show them kindness because they deserve kindness but there are so many other people that do not deserve kindness the third aspect that i want to bring to your notice is teach and train people to be kind train our children train our loved ones to be kind there was a season in my life where the lord had to remind me to be hospitable and was it easy not one bit why because it means less of your space less of your time and having to close your eyes to so many things that people will do to you and that takes a kind heart that needs a kind heart and unless we grow into that nature of god it is so difficult and you might be wondering okay what is the reward to it because in luke chapter 6 verse 35 there it mentions about a reward that jesus says when you are kind like the heavenly father it's mentioned in proverbs chapter 21 and verse 21 he who pursues righteousness and loving kindness if you are a person who wants to pursue after this nature of god i want you to know that these are the rewards it says you will find life you will have life and life in abundance you will have righteousness which means a right standing before god but the last thing is what i want to show you you will find honor people honor people that are kind i have had so many instances where young people have opened the door in an indian setting you know in the culture that we are opened the door so that we can get in and i was like wow that is so kind and it feels so good when i receive kindness and i have seen that my respect or my honor for that person has increased people honor people that are kind and i want you to know that this is a rare thing that i feel in that is in our generation we need people that show forth this nature of god so i want to remind you as much as god is a great and mighty god he is also kind to you and he expects us to be kind to one another and so father i just want to ask for each and every one that's watching today that you will reach out and that you will cause us to be a generation that is kind that is merciful that is tender that will show forth your glory your nature to be kind to one another and right now i just feel in my heart there is someone who's been asking the lord god i have not seen justice in these matters that i've been waiting for I want to remind you once again from that scripture from Luke chapter 18 verse 7 to 8 that God wants you to know that he will send in justice into your situation he is a kind god he is a god of justice he is a mighty god whatever your situation is god is able to come through for you and so father i just want to release faith into everyone that's watching i want to release father god courage into everyone that's watching i want to ask our father the greatness of this lord god almighty will be so 
reveal into every single person that is watching today that you will you will pour out father strength for the strength to pursue the dreams that you have spoken about them strength to pursue those promises that you have spoken into each and every one of their lives because you said it you will do it above father and right now on a release above father your kindness above father that they will be able to stand out in this generation to be a kind person that people will honor and love in jesus mighty name i pray amen god bless you thank you for listening to this sermon for more sermons please do visit us at wscc.in